This is Poetry from Studio 47. Welcome. Today's poet is Ed Bok Lee. Lee was born in South Korea to a mother who escaped from North Korea and a father who was raised under the Japanese colonialism of Korea. When Lee's family immigrated to America, he grew up in North Dakota and Minnesota. After high school, he studied Slavic and Central Asian studies at the University of Minnesota. He would later earn an MFA from Brown University. When asked about the importance of poetry, he had this to say in a recent interview. I think every human being is drawn to poetry at an instinctual level because when you're an infant, everything in the world, every sound and image and sensory detail is new and mysterious and just beyond comprehension. The world and everything in it feels like a poem. I don't think we ever really lose this. We convince ourselves that we finally now understand the world in a rational way as adults. Poetry blows all of the cliches out of your life. His books include Real Karaoke People, World, and Mitochondrial Night. Lee has won the American Book Award, a Minnesota Book Award for Poetry, the Penn Open Book Award, and the Asian American Literary Award. He has also won grants from the McKnight Foundation and the Jerome Foundation, among many others. He teaches creative writing at Metropolitan State University in Minnesota. Today's poem is Poetry is a Sickness. It's hard not to be seduced by the title of this poem. It draws you in, and there is great honesty here. The narrative voice is conversational, open, and surprisingly candid. In fact, this poem almost feels like a soliloquy. Lee helps non-poets understand the drive to write poetry in the first place. There are many lines I like in this poem, but this one especially stands out for me. Maybe the best poem is always the one you shouldn't have written. Indeed. But enough of what I think. This is Poetry is a Sickness by Ed Bach Lee. You write not what you want, but what flaws flower from rust. You want to write about the universe, how the stars are really tiny palpitating ancestor hearts watching over us. And instead what you get on the page is that car crash on 4th and Broadway, the wails of the girlfriend or widow, her long lamentation so sinuous in terrible harmony with sirens in the distance. Poetry is a sickness. You want to write about adoration, the glistening sweat on your honey's chest in which you've tasted the sun's caress, and instead what you get is a poem about the first or four times your mother and father split up. Want to write about the perfection of God and end up with just another story of a uniquely lonely childhood. If I had a dime for every happy poem I wrote, I'd be dead. Want to write about the war, oppression, injustice, and look here, see? What got left behind when all the sand and dust cleared is the puke green carpet in the Harbor Light Salvation Army Treatment Center. A skinny native girl, no older than 17, braids the reddish hair of her little four or five-year-old Down syndrome daughter. Outside, no blinking stars, no holy kisses approach, only a vague antiseptic odor and Christian crest on the wall staring back at you. I didn't say all of this to that dude who sent me his poems from prison. You want everyone to feel empowered, want them to believe there is beauty locked in amber inside each of us, and you chip away one word at a time. You stampede with verbs, nouns, and scalpel adjectives. Middle finger your literalist boss, blow grocery casts on library fines, sprain your left knee, loading pallets all day for labor ready. You live in an attic for nine years. You go bankrupt, you smoke too much, drink too much, 
alienate family and friends. Say yes, poetry is a sickness, but do it long enough, and I promise, like an anti-superhero, your secret power will become loss. Loss like only old people must know, when the last red maple on the block goes and the drizzle turns to snow. Maybe the best poem is always the one you shouldn't have written. The gazelle that bled your index finger or caused your sister to reject your calls for a year. The sonnet that made the woman you loved fear. That slam poem you're still paying for. The triolet that smiled to violate you through both ears. But poet, sucker, fool, it's your job to find meaning in all this because you are delusional enough to believe that yes, poetry is a sickness. But somehow, if you can just scrape together enough beauty and truth to recall, yes, that Broadway car crash was messed up, but the way the rain fell to wash away the blood, not ten minutes after the ambulance left, was gorgeous. Or how maybe your mother and father would sometimes scream, but also wrapped never-before-seen tropical fruit from one another every Christmas Eve. How, in the morning before opting out, I watched that tiny native girl fumbling to braid her own and now snoring mother's long black hair together in a single cornrow. If I can just always squiggle down like this, even half as much as what I'd otherwise need to forget, maybe these scales really will one day tip to find each flaw that made us exquisite. Poetry from Studio 47 is hosted and curated by Patrick Hicks. This episode was recorded remotely due to the coronavirus pandemic and produced by Peter Folliard. We both send our best wishes. Thank you for listening.